This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was cheating. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It's the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 85. Holy crap, Billy. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. We made it. Did we like Ocho Cinco when he played in the NFL? Chad Johnson, who cha- – I liked him once he changed his name to Ocho Cinco. That was a, a really bold <laughs> time in American athletics. Because yes. not only did Chad Johnson become Ocho Cinco legally, yes. but uh, Ron Artest became Meta World Meta- Peace <laughs> legally. Go go nuts with your names. It's like you reach a certain level of like notoriety and fame and it's just like what else can i do to to like sort of like freshen my life up right yeah <laughs> but like jay-z goes by jay-z but he didn't legally change his name from sean carter to jay that's right it's just like understood you don't need to take that dorky route of like going to the dmv about it chad johnson went to the dmv <laughs> it's just like ron artest went to the dmv it'd be like my name is now meta world peace 19 oh man so this is episode number 85 85 which i should also say as a kid and maybe i've actually brought this up on the podcast before but I know that we've talked about, like, what lucky numbers. I think we talked about yeah. that with Jack Dolgen all the way back in the luck episode. Yeah, yeah. Like episode seven, maybe. Sure. But we talked about lucky numbers. But 85 was irrationally and for no reason always my favorite number. What? Because I thought it looked best on a football jersey. Okay. I like the robustness of both the eight. The eight feels like a nice, literally double round yes. number. Yes. And the five is just a healthy shape. There's a lot of action there, a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that 85 looked best and felt best to me. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd think that, like... The number one is kind of a weenie number. Yeah. It's just like a straight line. You know, yeah. like the five and eight are robust. Robust. They're yeah. just like, yeah. It's getting a little heft to it. Exactly. You're so whenever like... I would like doodle in my notebook uh, and just sort of like draw myself as a football player right. or as any sport, it was always 85. If you have access to those doodles, I would love to see <laughs> yeah. what you drew yourself as. I'll bring back the like doodles. Like a football player. Like a football player. It's a weird number, though, because I can't think of any stars that wore the number 85 in football. Yeah, I guess that's true, except for perhaps Ocho Cinco. There you go. <laughs> I mean, he's really sort of the 85-iest. There you go. Of the 85s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we've done 84 episodes prior, and yes. you guys continue to reach out to us and answer our questions and chip in on Twitter. And we'd Absolutely. We'd like to thank you for that. It, your engagement means the world to us. Uh, we'd like to think that we're screaming into a vacuum, but it's even better to know that you're listening. A few weeks ago, <laughs> uh, we received an email um, from a girl named Erin who uh, said that she wanted to just design us a little bit, draw us a little yes. bit. And she sent us a few great options, and we'd like to thank you, Erin. Uh, your email, your Instagram handle is Sant Designs. S A N T D E S I G N S. Everyone, give her a follow on Truly. Instagram. She's a very talented artist, and she drew our heads very well. Oh, very, very well. I have to say, like, really gave us sort of a super, like, almost like a superhero cartoony vibe. Anime. You look so square jawed and handsome. We bo- I think she really both nailed us. <laughs> yeah, like she really nailed our skulls. Truly, she also nailed my gray streak. You got the gray streak. I have a gray streak front and center, and she just put a nice little touch. It reads. Not bad. It totally reads. I think someone on Twitter did mention that you look a little bit like this picture. 
review is Conan O'Brien, evokes Conan O'Brien. Oh, there's an animated Conan O'Brien as well. I think that those two should go side by side. I think they kind of look side by side. I mean, your your chin is chinnier and yes. your jaw is jawier. Fair. Fair. And your gray streak is streakier. It's not like a red pompadour. Yes. But you do have sort of a Conan vibe and you look great. Also, I have to say, shout out to Aaron for capturing Billy's generally carefree attitude. And I do look worried. <laughs> I do look uh, – I look appropriately just just generally generally concerned. With animation, just, you could be any emotion and it's usually brave and powerful. Yeah. She still nailed your natural anxious like demeanor. A, a little worried, just perma-worried. And I think that is what moves me the most because that is – that feels deeply accurate. So we'll repost this on our Twitter <laughs> handle, which is at NoJokePod. I think it's also on my Instagram page right now, at Billy Scafuri. So uh, we will uh, – we'll find a way of making you guys see it. But shout out at Sant Designs. Sant Designs. She also included in the graphic hashtag Jeps on no joke. So we just want to further thank her for that yep. in our continued effort to get Carly Rae Jepsen on the no joke podcast, simply to tell her how much we love her. If I can uh, admit something, I did something controversial on Twitter last week. Billy. I said <laughs> that there is a uh, challenger for my heart. Bill. Against the Jeps. Billy. Where was I? On the Billy. Moana. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I don't so. know, man. Moana, Moana and the Jeps in a three-round fight. I don't know who I'm – I don't know who I want to win. Billy. Yes, Moana. How – now, Billy, can you just take, fill the audience in on your Moana history? Because you have been on the Moana train pretty hard for – I want to say like three-ish weeks. Maybe yeah, like, like two, three. two weeks. Two weeks maybe? Yeah. Um, it's a pretty – What's your it's Moana a long, history? It's a long and winding story, <laughs> um, and I'm going to have to tell you the, all about it. I want to hear every detail. It was about 8 o'clock at night, okay. and I put on Netflix, and yeah. I said, oh, they have Moana. Yeah. Then I watched it. Yeah. And then after, I said, oh, I love Moana. <laughs> oh, baby, that's all it took. And that's the story. It just ensnared you right away. It's charming. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda's music. Yes. It's the vocal stylings of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> and the sea chose her. The, the sea chose her. If you've seen the movie, you get it. The sea chose her. I have to admit to you that my wife, Maggie, had just seen the movie like three days prior to Billy yes. on an airplane, had literally the exact same reaction. Right. Was instantly entranced. Yes. And it's like one of her new favorite things around. We listened to, da, da, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, That's like, a fun we, one. We're listening to a lot of the pop tunes. I know that you have a proclivity for maybe one of the, it's like the, maybe the first opening song. Yeah, there's, there... the, there's the hit song that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote. Yes. It's great. But I think we have to address something real quick. Okay. You just said a word that I don't think the audience um, was expecting to hear. Maggie? Wife. Wife. Can we at least just explain what happened quickly? Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, Maggie and I, who is, uh, is my longtime partner, we've been together for literally 24 hours more than Billy has been with Marina. Yes. So nine-ish years, I guess. Insane. Nine and a half years. Uh, and, and we got married. We, we got married. June 7 at the Getty yep. Museum here in Los Angeles. We yep. did a t quick little kind of a surprise little ceremony DIY kind of thing. We surprised my parents and, and Maggie's mother, Ruth. Yes. And it was a wonderful little time that we had. Um, we didn't tell the Getty Museum. Right. <laughs> and I, as I've said, it, it felt kind of exactly like shooting a comedy video without a permit. That was like the feeling of it, like trying to pull one over on someone. You know but one way, Adam. <laughs> that was the only way. Now, uh, huge congratulations. Thanks, Bill. As I, your best friend to you, congratulations. Yes. Thank you, Billy. Um, also, <laughs> congratulations to Jake Hurwitz, who just got engaged this past week. Which is awesome. 
He got 9,000 likes on Instagram 9, when, he, when he posted the picture of Jill wearing the ring. Jeez. Adam, That's you we do missed it. a golden opportunity. What is wrong with me? Last week, we said how Facebook, if we're trying to get you a 200-like pic on Facebook. Sigoth. What's it going to take? A romantic picture with your Sigoth. Close, but no Sigoth. <laughs> Another golden opportunity missed. Missed. But, My God, you're right. So forget that. Forget yep. I said anything. Sure. I'm going to post a picture like you've never heard this information before. Let's get Adam to 200. Let those like, folks, don't be stingy with those likes. Double down. Don't, tell a friend. Don't be stingy. But, but look for Adam's 200 like picture on Facebook soon. Yes. And I have noted that uh, maybe my favorite part of being married so far is the, the constant ambient sound that your ring makes when it clinks against glasses, clinks against wooden surfaces, clinks against microphones. It's a subtle auditory reminder that you are, in fact, wed. There you and go. And I do like that. Beautiful. I do like that. <laughs> um, so that's uh, commitment. Yes. But we're not talking about commitment. No, we're today. not. We're not talking. We're talking about quite the opposite. Yeah. Today we'd like to discuss the word cheating cheating yeah this was uh kind of spurred by uh billy and i each individually have just watched this really cool documentary on netflix called icarus which is all about blood doping and in cycling and this guy sort of does this experiment where he sort of follows lance armstrong's doping regiment and yeah. doping routine with the help of this russian doping master essentially he tries to mimic it to see if the same results would follow for him that's right okay uh and it's just really fascinating and a yeah. great documentary and sort of really i don't know brought me got us thinking about cheating and you know good, good ways cheating efficiently and sort of the morals of cheating yeah uh but yeah, so that's what we'll, we'll so that's why dig we're into. Here. Yeah. So Adam, uh, I guess for me, cheating is such a loaded word. Yeah. It's like when you're young, it, there's only so many things you could cheat on. There's white lies. There's like little tests you can cheat on. Yes. And the older you get, you can. There's all sorts of different ways of cheating, whether it's career or personal. Yes. As a kid. Yes. Were you one to cheat? Yes. You were. <laughs> to cheat systems. One hundred percent. Took pleasure in it. Couldn't wait to do it. Like act. Actually liked cheating. Okay, yeah. <laughs> for the thrill of for the thrill of getting away with it. Yeah, for the thrill of getting again. Like I have a real contrarian streak in me. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, I have a real anti-authority contrarian streak that yep. has gotten me in as much trouble as as it has been a benefit to me. Okay, so I just intuitively and instinctually resented anyone telling me anything. So how did your cheating manifest realistically? So, would you steal from stores? No, would well, you? yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated? Yes, I would. <laughs> Good. <laughs> kind of separate from like, the, I mean, y yes, I would. That's uh, cheating the economics of what you what we're all doing here. Little shoplifting, absolutely. Where no. would you steal? What would you steal? This is very, very embarrassing. I you don't have to say the store. If my, you local, my local supermarket, at, who employed me? You would steal from them. Yes, my employer. I imagine that that's a popular way of stealing and cheating. Yeah. Once you're already in, then there's ways of you're like, oh, well, I can steal that Sharpie. I can steal this whatever. And, like, you can dilute your thinking to the degree where, like, I'm, I earn, like, I'm an employee here. It's mm. not stealing. Yes. It's not cheating. Yeah. I work here. It's just, like, having. And that it's spirit, having. that spirit where you can convince yourself oh, of baby. whatever oh. is gives us the freedom to cheat. To cheat, man. And that's true of the Russians in the, in the Icarus documentary. That's right. It's true of any time we... We all cheat. Yes. It's that one moment where we're like, I can just this, this is okay. This is right. I've heard the term like permission structure. You allow you like you for, you build a permission structure to allow yourself to do all these things. Interesting. That, do yeah. You know more, do you know anything else about? Oh permission man, structure? I wish I did. I kind of have only heard it in the context of like you know this crazy political time and like Mitch McConnell, people like Mitch McConnell, and allowing themselves permission structure to do things. I've really only heard it in the abstract, but okay. it it's a word combination that makes a lot of sense to me. Did you ever get caught cheating? 
Did I ever get caught cheating? Um, well, I certainly never got caught shoplifting from my local supermarket, okay, although good. I did get fired uh, subsequently for never simply never showing up, which so, isn't cheating. That's just bald-faced neglect. Fair results for the wrong mistake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was never really caught cheating. Never in the classroom? Uh, in the classroom, I think I probably was. Mm-hmm. Again, like I would never st- – I know like you and I have maybe sort of like similar relationships to homework and diligence and being sort of good students. Yeah. Uh, I was not. I would never study for a test. I resented tests. I didn't want to do homework ever. Yep. I was not interested in learning or studying or doing the reading yep. ever. When I was in school, yeah. when I was in like middle school, uh, my way of cheating, I would cheat as much as I could, <laughs> whatever felt right, whatever got, gave me the competitive edge. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like when we we're talking earth science, like integrity goes out the window. Out the window. I didn't, need, I didn't ask for this earth science, so I'm just going to try and get what you guys need and get out of here. That's it. So I would um, find out who took the test periods before smart people. They would give me the answers that, uh, you know, if it was like multiple choice or whatever, they would just try and keep like some sort of written record. Then I would write on the inside of my shoe all of the answers. Shoe? On the inside of your shoe? Yeah. So you you usually wear a a sneaker that had a white kind of tread along the bottom so that when you cross your legs, when you're taking the test, you have uh, question one, A, question two, F, question, you know what I mean? That's goes, amazing. So, sorry, just for specificity, so it's actually written on the outside of your shoe. So, the, on the, the answers are on the outside of your shoe? Well, it's on the inside because when you cross your leg, now right. all the words. So, if you're looking at, everyone sit down. Yes. Put your left leg over your right leg first. Currently second. doing it. Okay, so now you've crossed your legs and your left leg is yes. over your right leg. Yes. Now, you'll see the inside of your left foot Got is it. facing towards the ceiling. Yep. Towards the lower part of your sneaker. That's where you write all of your answers. And this little white landing strip here. Because it lands right underneath the top of the desk, so no one's seeing that Unbelievable spot. Unbelievable strategy. Were you ever caught doing I, that with I, the shoe technique? I was never caught. Billy! My best friend once wrote the answers. He left the shoe <laughs> technique like a fool, Oy. put the answers on a piece of paper. Ah. And in this one class, the teacher clearly saw him because you could just feel the, my body temperature went up when I saw <laughs> this teacher look at him. And he started approaching my best friend, and he didn't know what to do. And he said that he tried to crush the paper through <laughs> just, his skin <laughs> into his hand. Just grind it into dust. Just, like, make it not exist. Because when cheating goes well, it feels great. But when it goes bad, it's just body temperature rising. It's so true. And, it, yeah, it really is true. But I, I really relate to what you said about, like, we didn't ask for earth science. Therefore, I'm just going to, like, get – I'm just going to cheat. Yeah. Like, that was very, very much my philosophy as well. Like, I didn't ask to be here in school. Right. I didn't ask to have you, like Mr. Fryer, as my earth science teacher. I didn't ask for any of this BS. But I did sign up actively for sports teams. And <laughs> yeah. I did have integrity there. Isn't that so interesting? And the older I got, I started playing sports with people who would do steroids. And steroids were even offered to me. And I always said no because there was integrity there. So in wow, the second wow. act, I say we, do, we talk about that a little That's bit. That's so fascinating. I agree. Um, first act break, let's play a song. Cheating, we haven't talked about the uh, cheating on the significant other portion yet. True. There's a great song about that. Oh, yeah? Amy Winehouse, You Know I'm No Good. Yes. Great track. Where she just confesses that this is how it's going to go down. You should know this in advance. Let's do it. Miss Winehouse. Let's do it.
was Amy Winehouse, You Know I'm No Good, and this is Act 2 of the No Joke Podcast. Today we're talking about cheating. Do you remember how awesome Amy Winehouse was? So amazing. She owned. My gosh. She owned. Yeah, she had like a voice from another dimension. Her yeah. human voice was like from somewhere else. Yeah. It just like came from somewhere else, it seemed like. Owned. Yeah. Like there, a- there was like a two, three year window where it was like, if it's not Amy Winehouse, it's not worth it. Yeah. She was really amazing. That's another phenomenal documentary that I'm sure we've all seen. That Amy Winehouse documentary yep. is phenomenal. And the album is Back to Black? Fate ba- Back to Black? Back to Black, right? I, yeah, maybe. Back to Black. Who yeah. Knows? She was really amazing. She was just like, and she like brought that not, it's not the dap tones. Oh, sure. I'm going to sort of reveal my ignorance here. Yeah, it's okay. But her backing band was, I want to say. Oh, Mark Ronson? Yeah, like the Mark Ronson. I feel like she was like, I don't know, was definitely at the forefront of that sort of musical trend. Sure, yeah. The sort of soul, neo-soul movement right. that kind of came back in mm-hmm. Winehouse was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about cheating. Yes. Billy and I both took pleasure and pride and honor in cheating on tests in elementary school because it was like we're getting one up on a system that we didn't ask to be a part of. And let it be known that I wasn't cheating on all of my tests. Right, me I, would, I mean, over the course of a school year, I would probably cheat – Three times. Yeah. 
That that would re- realistically be where I was like, I am not prepared for this. Yes, mess. and and I was I personally was only really cheating on, and maybe that, not that this like excuses it or anything, but I was only cheating on tests uh, on classes that I hated, loathed, didn't uh, knew that I didn't wasn't prepared for. But like English tests, I would never cheat on. I, w- I would do some of the reading, sure, and I could do essays. I could wing an essay. I could yeah. extemporaneously BS my way through an essay without having to like ask Nicole in the period beforehand what the questions were. Yes. Um, however, when it came to earth science, when it came to biology, when it came to calculus, when yeah. it came to pre-calculus, whatever answers you can give me, Joe, Jeff, Dan, Matt, give me. Right. It's a war. <laughs> it's a war. It's me versus this class. Isn't that so funny? I totally perceived it the same way. Yeah. That is an unhealthy way to look at education. That was what was so interesting about having Baron Vaughn on when we had him to talk about learning. Yes. And it's like that is one of the weird – unfortunate parts of so many people's sort of like regimented school experiences is, is that it feels adversarial. It, it felt to me versus, Agreed. it felt like a versus, like it yeah. was me versus my teachers. Yeah. Why does it feel that way? I think it's just, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're placed there. We don't have a choice. We're that's, of an age where we're placed in a building. That's for, right. It's tough. And to your point, sports was a totally different beast because you went out of your way. You're proactively choosing yes. soccer, yes. You're choosing lacrosse, yes. you're choosing basketball. Yes. So because you're choosing them, you have a greater respect for the sanctity of the thing. The entry point is already so much more organic. Right. Where it's like, I, I, ha- I want to get better at this, so I'm going to actively do it all the time. That's right. Class, it wasn't that. Yes. I will say, though, that I did play with, like I mentioned in the first act, dudes who started taking steroids to get to the next level. Which is so interesting. And it was such a weird thing. And I mean, they were on my team, right. too. Make no mistake. Right. So it was like a weird... And it was just... It was kind of... Uh, it's just one of those things that when you watch go down, you realize I'm. we have the same goals. Yes. But... Like I, integrity feels like a, the wrong word, but no. we, our approach to how we get to our goals, yeah, um, is very different. And I could even tell that the older we got in life, they would probably approach those same philosophies of like the quick way to get to an end over all their life's decisions. Do you know what I mean? Shortcut. Shortcut. Exactly. Shortcut. And yeah. look, I'm a big fan of the shortcut. Now, were you ever tempted to to like do st- like steroids? Any workout? I was never tempted. This or that? I was offered it. Of course, I was offered it in college um, once. Yes. Quick hard no. Yes. And everyone kind of laughed at the thought of like imagine Billy being a steroid guy because I was wh- still the lighthearted, funny guy. I was the rugby athlete, but I was still this lighthearted. It was like I was still an outsider. I was the pet. Interesting. I was definitely like the pet. Like Why I were you I'm, the outsider? Why? Um, in that con- I mean, this is like a dynamic. This is rugby. This is rugby. This is rugby. So, how, what was that dynamic? Why it was because uh, I think that there's that football player, like really like fight forward mentality right. that I think a lot of athletes possess and hyper aggro, hyper aggro, and they aggro. use sports to get out their anger or whatever. They let it manifest on the field. And you were like, I'm here for a laugh. I'm here for like <laughs> – yeah. like my motivation was like, I like team spirit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like teamwork. I love athletics. Yeah. And, but it was like – but when we went out, like I was goofing around. I was, I was the one who was making everyone laugh and stuff. Yes, yes, so yes. So like he's like – he's 200 pounds of muscle, I was. But like he wasn't trying to be a murderer. He's like a clown. He's, yeah. he's our like fun clown friend. Right. Yeah. But that didn't mean that – you know, it wasn't readily available, and the team wasn't like, hey, we'd be better if everyone was crazy. Right. Now, again, not to dig into too many specifics, and please don't name names, obviously, but just like, was it easy to acquire? Like, at that stage— I have in- no idea how right. I acquired it, Yeah. quite honestly. I have yeah. no idea, like, 
anything above like the one person who like we were at the gym. Yeah. And I mean, when we, you're playing rugby, we had seven meals a day. Yeah. We were in the gym twice a day. We yeah. had practice once a day. Yeah. So like everything, it was just tunnel vision on your yeah. body. Yeah. It was just tunnel vision on like getting stronger, faster, ready to win the next Yes. Game. That's like, that was what we were doing. Yeah. And I do know that in so many huge collegiate programs, there's so much money at stake that like, and I guess this is sort of relates to the idea of a permission structure is that in many cases, I think, and especially like as as sort of exemplified in this documentary Icarus, yeah. that the cheating is institutional and yeah. it's part of the program. Yes. It's not it's not deviating from the program. In fact, it is the program. It's all part of the game. That's right. Right. <laughs> so that is, I think, what is sort of is kind of meant by permission structure. That if I'm a freshman rugby player at college and the athletic director and the coach and all the assistant coaches are giving us steroids, they are supplying a, per, a obvious permission structure for me to do that. Yes. I mean, like. They are let it be launch giving me permission. Let it be known that <laughs> what you just said is not an example of what happened to me. Right. The coaches at right. the school, of course. none of this. This was some dude yeah. from Virginia yeah. who just like went home, got some from a buddy, yes. came back. It was like there was no sort of like hushing or anything like that. This was not yes. a big deal. Yes. Except for a few people were doing it. Was anyone caught in no. trouble? Didn't matter. No. Didn't matter. No. Didn't matter. <laughs> No, no one was caught. Why does it feel so good to cheat and get away with it? It feels so good. And they dominated. You get away and they dominated. with it. But I will say that we also had a rec basketball team. Some of the guys from that rug real rugby team had a rec basketball team. And there was just like a little pushing match that once happened. Oh, jeez. And that's where it was like steroids. Oh, God. It was like, oh, God. it's like for me at least, what? like if there's like a little like pushing match or something that happens, I'll shove. Yeah. I'll shove. Maybe I'll throw a punch if it has to yes. happen. These guys were doing like choke slams. They were. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh it's to. happening. It's happening right now. <laughs> steroids is happening here. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, in rugby, everyone's just whacking into each other. Yeah. She has no idea what's going on. But, like, choke slams on a basketball court, you're like, oh. Oh, I see. That is so funny. It's like, of course you don't see, like, the directive. They don't, like, inject it into their butt and immediately hulk out and start, like, writing right. trash can. It's like a week later don't trigger at the me. casual, like, three-year-old's birthday party when right. you're choke slamming the birthday clown. It's yeah. like, oh, you're on drugs. Don't trigger me. <laughs> don't. Don't. Tr <laughs> just. Don't trigger him. Don't trigger me. Don't trigger, please. They're on steroids. <laughs> yes. Um, another thing that happened to me in college related please. to cheating. Yeah. I was cheated on. Oh, Cheated yes. on by yes. my first love. Is, is that true? I believe so. Man, that hurts. Yeah. That hurts. Has that ever happened to you? Um, so, I mean, a, a little bit, in, in a bit less of a clear way. I mean, I had a girlfriend, and we had been together for a while. It had kind of, the relationship, the, the sort of, uh, the potency of the relationship had kind of been fading organically yeah. over a period of time. And yeah. kind of the straw that broke the camel's back was a, a kind of, you could call it cheating, I guess, but again, it was like in the context of where our relationship was at at the time, right. it was understandable. Uh-huh, okay. It was understandable. That's not, on, that's not too far <laughs> off from my experience. Really? Yeah. First semester of college, met. Fell in love, or yep. whatever college word you want to sure. use for love. Fell in college love. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> and then went away for whatever break. Yep, saw each other once over the course of like yeah. a month and a half. Yeah, came back. Things were weird, and then it was admitted. Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm really pissed. Yeah, you were pissed. Oh yeah, yeah. Could, couldn't eat for like a week. Oh. And when you're playing rugby. That is not helping anyone. Anyone at all. And they're getting you drunk. Yeah. Billy is not eating or doing steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's still fun. Yeah. Not fun. Not fun then. Not fun. That's one uh, That's one version of cheating where it's like it's hard to find a winner in all of this. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's like the earlier cheating. It's like, And that's where like the older you get, it's like cheating starts to have more ripple effects where it's like, hey, it's not cute anymore. I know. You know when you like, don't have a kind of like authoritative body that you have deemed as an evil thing to cheat against and to like – and like 
to like rightfully rebel against, yeah. then cheating just feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> cheating just feels like cheating. Yeah. And it just feels like you did something wrong, the person you've wronged is, is hurt, then yep. whoopsie daisy. Yeah. It feels bad. Um, it's the second yeah. act of the No Joke podcast. Yes. And if we're talking about cheating, we do have to at least bring up the fact that uh, Trump cheated. Yeah. We, are, we, are, we are led by cheaters yeah. and liars. And yeah. it's, like, it's almost transparent. Our, our, our country, the national sort of like one of the pillars, the, the, <laughs> the ethical pillars of our country right now in this moment of time, the pillars include lying, yeah. cheating, right. fibbing, yeah. tricking, yeah. cheating. Yeah. And, a- and I'd, be, I'd be remiss to say that that's not kind of the spirit and history of American politics forever. Sad, sad but true. These are just the dumbest ones and the most transparent ones at it. And good cheaters. Yeah. See, like, and that's the thing. It's like, as cheaters, yep. we're offended by how badly they're cheating. Correct. Cheat better. Correct. Be coyer. Yeah. Figure it out. And that's what, again, like, this is, we're, we're saying this sort of like with kind of like tongue in cheek, whatever, like, cheat better. But honestly, again, this movie Icarus is amazing because it's like the, the Russians, the way that they cheat, it's like they put so much energy, mental attention, intellectual capital in how to cheat well. Yeah. And it pays off. Yeah. It pays off in the Olympics. It paid off in this freaking election. For the past 40, 40 years of Olympics, 40 right? Years. It started in 68 where they figured out their anti-doping program was going to work with their doping Isn't program. that wild? And again, one of the threads of this documentary, one of like the narrative threads that keep coming back to George Orwell in 1984 and the notion of double speak and double think. Yep. And like how the doping program is the anti-doping program. Yep. What the hell? Everything's corrupt and rotting from the inside. There was one anti-doping agent uh, who started to actually make inroads towards like, like chopping this problem out of Russia, and he's dead. Right. He just went away. He died of a quote-unquote heart attack at the ripe age of 52. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, th- this, this, and again, again, just to sort of like put a fine point out of this documentary, not at all about the election, not at all about the 2016 election, but like. Draw your own conclusion. Completely about the 2016 election. Draw your How own conclusion. Russia cheats great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but these, uh, but Trump, I mean, I don't even want to say like what Trump is doing, like, it's like cheating. Yes, he. He he is a cheater and a liar, obviously, all those things. But, like, he is also just, like, the bene- – what, what's, like, doubly insulting about it is that he is the, the unwitting beneficiary of smarter cheating. Mm. And he is just – like, he yeah. is the recipient and bearing the fruit of, like, other people's actual cheating. Still waiting to see the one person he's hired who's a smart cheater. <laughs> yeah. Because, like – Kushner apparently really sucked at it. Everything oh, he's been doing with the Russians, out They're now. goofballs, We all man. know. Both of his sons, that Frankenstein, Eric. Yes. That guy. Yeah. You know what? He looks like a sandworm from Beetlejuice. <laughs> if you've ever seen Beetlejuice, there's these sandworms that jump out of the sand, and they have like three or four faces. He does look like that. Google sandworm, and then Google Eric Trump. Eric Trump. And I also just want to give a quick shout out to our friend Alex Moffat, who portrays Eric Trump on Saturday Night Live. Good. So just to say, Alex... If you just want to reference the sandworms from Beetlejuice, maybe just to draw some inspiration, <laughs> sandworms. We do know that Alex <laughs> listens to this, so Alex. <laughs> Come on, Alex. Play a sandworm play in season sandworm two. sandworm as Eric Trump. Uh, yes. Let's go to another act break. Okay, cool. Uh, let's talk about an ad. Okay, let's do it. And then we'll talk some more. Okay, Bill. The No Joke Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It is the perfect time to create your beautiful website, so why not do it with Squarespace.com? With Squarespace, you can showcase your work, you can blog, you can sell products, you can promote your physical or online business. Really, there's nothing you can't do with a website from Squarespace. You can make a website about anything these days, Bill. Uh, Google.com is a big popular one. Is that already sold? I was actually thinking about buying that domain. Google, no, I think that's available. Okay. Uh, Bing.com might be available. Okay. Search engine. Yahoo is a fun word. 
word that you can make a website out of. Okay. So just consider it. Use Squarespace. So if you're looking to make a Google, Bing, or Yahoo, yeah. obviously those aren't real words and no one would buy that domain. Silly words. Name. I mean, use a real word, but those are just silly examples. Still, check it out by <laughs> buying those domain names and more at squarespace.com. And tell them that you heard about Squarespace on No Joke yes. and you will save 10% on your first purchase. That's major. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code No Joke and you will save 10%. Yep. Once again, when you're ready to launch your new website, use the offer code No Joke and you will save 10%. Welcome back. This is Act 3 of the No Joke podcast. Today we are talking about cheating, but before we get back into that, I did quickly name check my dearest, dearest high school friend Nicole earlier because she was a not cheater and was acing every test, so she was the prime sort of the source. She's a doctor now. She's a doctor now. Thank so you, like, world. Yeah, yeah. Perfect person to cheat off of. Um, but she sent us, literally right before we walked into the studio, an amazing photograph of her adorable daughter Emerson wearing a no-joke t-shirt that on Emerson looks like a triple XL full prom dress. Beautiful. Beautiful. So um, beautiful. If you're a new listener to No Joke, about a year ago, we made a hood we made tank tops, yes. we made t-shirts, and we made a lot of merch. Yes. Adam, are we due for some new merch? Honestly, I had the exact – when I saw Emerson in that sweet tea, I yep. was like, we need some more babies in our teas. Yeah, okay. We need more babies in our teas. Do we need onesies? Baby Maybe onesies? we need little baby no-joke onesies. Because we've done shirts and we've done hoodies. If you guys have ideas for things that you might need in your day-to-day yes. life that have the words no-joke plastered yeah. on it, let us know. Potholders, yeah. water bottles. I know mugs are popular. Mugs are big. Right. Yep. But how can we think outside of the box? Can we, like, uh, sell Jettas? Yeah. This oh, Jetta like, is no joke. I'm sorry, like the car? Like you and I <laughs> go out to Glendale, California, find $3,000 Jettas. Good. You a lot buy, of car dealerships out there for context. You go for three. You buy three. I buy three. Okay. Uh, we get decals. <laughs> yeah. We spice them up. Brand the hell out of these Jettas. M to the A to the X across oh, the Oh, baby. If you've listened to it. Thank you. But we come back and we sell six no joke Jettas. <laughs> Jettas for four thousand dollars. So I mean, that's a pretty fair deal. We're not making any money off of this, guys. Heavily, heavily branded, yep. and so we sell these Jettas yep. to whoever is willing to buy them. Yep. The only snag is not even snag. The, you what you get the boon is yep. you get our faces and our logos and. And that. And that. Um, here's what else you could do with the car. So yes. you buy this car. Now you have the no-joke Jetta. Congrats. Life is good. It was only $4,000. Maybe it only has like 70,000 miles on it. What is that? Now that it has all these decals on <laughs> yes. it, guys, head to NASCAR. Head, go to NASCAR. You are now officially a NASCAR. Okay. See, this is this is a pretty good advertising thing. It's like podcasts spend a lot of money on ads. Yep. How to get the brand out there. Yep. This sounds really smart to me. The more you talk about it, the better this sounds. We go to Glendale. Yep. We scoop up some cheap Jettas. Yep. We brand the hell out of them with decals and spray paint. Mm-hmm. We sell them to our friends or whoever wants one. U6. U6. Mm-hmm. Get these cars. So like the six golden tickets from Willy Wonka. Sure. You get these cars. You go down to Daytona. You yes. go to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You t- <laughs> Go on. You become a NASCAR. Yep. A no-joke NASCAR. Mm-hmm. You rip around the track. Yep. Every time you rip around the track, that's a little more free promo for us. So if you <laughs> want to buy one of the no-joke Jettas in Pretty advance, good. they're moving fast. Yeah. Email nojokepod <laughs> at gmail.com and say, I got 4K. <laughs> The subject should read, I got 4K, yes. and you can put whatever else you want in the uh, body of the email. But we'll understand the 4Ks for the decal Jetta. Yep, we'll have a short list. Simultaneously, if you are a graphic designer and you want to mock up some no-joke Jettas, yeah. it could be from any year. 
any design. Yes. It just needs to be a Jetta. Yes. And it needs to have the words no joke in our faces all over yes. it. Yes. We would accept them with open arms. Open arms. Twitter, at no joke pod. Gmail, no joke pod at Please, gmail.com. You know, the first car that I got when I moved here to Los Angeles was a crappy old Jetta. Bill, wish I had it now to decal the hell out of it. Were there any decals on it? None. Decal free. Why'd you buy it? Why did I buy it even? I didn't take it to NASCAR. I didn't put any decals on. What a waste. Sounds like a why buy. You why buy? Am I wrong in saying that that car at one point had bugs flying out of it? Yes, it did it at ants. It had ants. It was that car was taken from me by ants. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll just I'll just get through this pretty quick. Take so, <laughs> your GD time. That car was taken from me by ants. Not his mother's sisters. No, 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 no. The insects. <laughs> um, okay, so this is um, maybe a year and a half into Jetta ownership. Again, deep regrets for no decals, no NASCAR. But yep. I have this 1999 Jetta, color black, uh, condition crappy. So I'm driving it around Los Angeles. It's my one car. It's super hot. The air conditioning barely works. Uh, it was about this time a few years ago. So dead heat, swamp ass August. Yeah, it was brutal. so brutal. Brutal heat. Like triple digits on the regular. Yep. So I am cooking in in my Jetta, yes. just baking to a crisp. Yes. So I crank my air conditioner, crank my AC all the way up, and I hit that little button that's like, take the air from in- outside and oh, filter no. it into the inside. This is Fine. a horror movie. <laughs> Fine. So I'm driving. Finally, the air is like turbo blasting right in my face. We know that like air. Some sweet, We all know that air. <laughs> some sweet freaking relief oh. from the 102 degree LA heat. I'm already done. I'm dead already. I know what's coming. I'm, I'm dead. getting blasted, blasted, blasted. Enjoying blasted. life, probably. Enjoying it. Finally. Finally, some relief. This is the air I was looking for. Literally the air I was looking for. Go on. Blasting, blasting, blasting with relief. And? It's been maybe, I want to say in my memory, like 90 seconds to two minutes of you've, blast, blast, blast. You've cooled down. You're chilling. <laughs> I'm cool. My body temperature is regulating. I take a quick glance up into the rear. Stop. Quick glance. Stop it. Quick glance into the rear view mirror just to see who's behind me. And I see Billy. Adam. Ants Adam. on my face. Stop Ants it. on my neck. They oh. <laughs> Ants. Is and this the, Joe Rogan's Fear Factor? Joe Rogan's freaking Fear Factor. I see it that I had just not been, you know, like the wind blasts had sort of like masked my. How many ants would you say? 10 or no, 100? Hundreds. Don't you dare, Adam. I dare believe. Leave off the last S for savings. Hundreds of ants. Okay. A, you're an ant. This is, At what point do you cross over and you're like, I'm an ant? If, I think that if I had been swarmed for another like minute or two, I would have been full ant man. Like if a cop pulled you over, he'd be like, Excuse me, ant, you were speeding. Excuse me, ant. <laughs> exactly. So the way that, and of course, if you hadn't put the pieces together, so like I took very, very neglectful care of this car. Yes. And on the windshield were leaves, debris, sticks, right. things right. from nature living in those six debris and leaves many, 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 many ants. So then when I said filter that air from the inside, the ants said, hello, all burst in, were flying at me with the turbo pace of the air conditioning. Uh, you can't cheat machines, Adam. Can't cheat machines. Was- and so I don't know, this is kind of a sad code of the story, but I was so ashamed. Wait. So ashamed of having ants. So the ants, okay, so yes. I obviously shut off all the air, but it, the Did damage was done. jump out of the car and roll, stop, drop, and roll? Didn't even, just dealt with it. Okay. So it had been like two solid minutes of ant flow. The ants are in the car, and they're everywhere. You're still driving, and you're, what, wiping your face? Wiping my face, freaking, like, being like, oh, yeah. oh, While driving. While driving. By the way, that sound is going to sound great. <laughs> sorry. So <laughs> no. sorry, listeners. No, so that's sorry. hilarious. <laughs> go on, go on. Okay, so I'm groaning and squeaming and whatever. I'm like, I'm sure I'm on my way. And driving. And driving my car to and, an audition, and brushing ants off me, brushing ants. And so ants just live there. I go into the audition. I'm able to, like, forget about it for those, like, few minutes. I Amazing. come back. I'm like, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe that was a dream. What? A- open the door. Ants everywhere. Ants everywhere. On the driver's seat. In every single crack. In the radio. In 
the vents. What do you do? Everywhere. Do you just leave the car and say, well, it's a good run? I wish. I drove it for another two weeks without telling anyone I had ants in my car. What? It's including my wife, Maggie, because I was so ashamed. Adam. And I just thought Did it you would clean go away. It? Did you spray it down? Did you, like, burn a candle? Again, a little bit, but nothing thorough. I, I was don't just, like, living you. in a deep I don't think you did enough. Deep st- I did not do enough. I was living in a deep state of denial about, mm. like, ant- I was just like, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I told myself. That is hilarious. <laughs> so I just lived a couple weeks mm. driving this car with ants until yep. it was just like, it became too much. I finally confessed to Maggie. She scoped it out. She was like, this is a horror show. Yep. This is a nightmare come true. Right. This is a nightmare. Yeah. We need to get rid of it. So, um, so we just gave it to uh, KBCC. <laughs> you just got rid of the car. Got rid of the car. You said that's get that. out of here. The ants really took it from me. They you. took it from me. That is wild. They took it from me. Can't cheat the machines. Can't cheat the machines. Can't cheat Mother Nature. It's like at some point your car will need more gasoline. Your car will need more oil. Can't cheat your car that, really. will need less amps. Yes. And you can't cheat that. You have to do those little maintenance things from time to time. That's true. You have to. And it is funny the way that you say that like you cha- you can't like cheat machines. It does kind of feel like sort of like transitioning to like the Elon Musk Tesla electric cars of it all. Yeah. It does feel like technology is a, a way of cheating. Like like tech cheat quote unquote cheating. Okay. Just a way of, of of shortcutting, yeah. shortcuts, okay. creating shortcuts. Yeah. That technology now serves us to create shortcuts for things. Yeah. So you now cars exist, so you actually don't need gas. Okay. So you can right. cheat that system. Yeah. You actually can circumvent the gas industrial complex. You can cheat that world. Right. But now that we just call another way to say cheating is innovation, progress, innovation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. Cheat, quote unquote, cheating. Right. So that's the weird fine line about it because it's like you know what is cheating, what is progress, what's cheating, what's innovation. The Russians doped and won all the races. So is their cheating justified? It's like if you don't have any moral scruples, I guess the, they win then, right. and the ends justify the. And, and if you're content with a puppet show being who you are, you know what I mean? That's right. If it's like if you're happy with just like the curtain and no one ever peeking behind the curtain. That's right. If you just love the curtain. Yeah. Then I get it. Morals. It, it like really drills down to like the core, like more. And like you saying, of course, I'll cheat on like tests. Like like I'll cheat on tests at school. But like right. when like when it comes to sports and something I care about, I have integrity when it comes to that. Right. And like everyone has their own moral lines. And 100%. those lines move, 100%. honestly. 100%. People's morality evolves over time. Of course. People's senses of what they absolutely will not do changes. Yeah. You make compromises in your life. So it's – I think it's hard not to – not to be a cheater. Either. I find it hard to live in the world, realistically live in the world, and not take shortcuts. White lies. White lies right. all the time. Little cheating, little cutting corners here and there. I don't know how you live a life with full 100% integrity. Roll I through the not. yellow light. Oh, please. All those little things. Yeah. All those little things. Little cheats. We have five minutes left. Okay. Let's each put something out into the world that we want. Okay. And then maybe try and help the other person figure out a way to get it. Oh, that's really nice, Bill. To cheat to get it. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Little, little asterisk. Okay, to great. To get it. Okay. I'll start. Want okay. me to start first? Yeah. Mine's, there's a blueprint for mine. Okay. I want, I want my Instagram handle yes. to have 10,000 followers by, what month is it? This is, today is August, whatever, 10. Okay. 10,000 followers by December 1. So like, okay, so you're giving yourself a few months. September, now, October, November. I have three months to get about 8,000 new followers. Okay, so right now you have around 2,000, something like that. Something. You yeah. want 10,000 10, by 000. December 1. I want it to say 10K. Okay. So. That would be really awesome. I also want that for you. Okay, thank you. Okay, so how do we get there? Well, there's a blueprint. Now, what's the blueprint? Joe Mandy. Joe Mandy. I know that we've talked about this. Do you want to kind of give him the rundown? Very briefly, yes. Joe Mandy is a very popular and funny comedian. Yes. He has a special on Netflix. Hmm? He uh, decided that when he, he learned that 
artists like Katy Perry and Donald Trump and all these other huge accounts have 23 million followers. About 15 million of those 23 million are all fake bots that you can purchase from purchase all around the world. From like Slovenia for like five cents a bot. Yeah, these are, yeah. The, these are the bots that then created the propaganda that put Trump in uh, power. That's by the correct. Way. That being said, uh-huh. they're for sale. And he decided for $400, I can buy a million followers. <laughs> Who cares? This is all big fake like pony show anyway. I believe that is in his Twitter bio. This is all fake. Who cares? Yep. Something to that degree. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's one way of just making the number go from 2K to 10. Buy them. Buy the bots. Purchase the bots. If there was bots that you could just knew weren't going to be bad bots. Yeah. Um, because what's the what's a bad bot? A bad bot is going to like tweet something Nazi-ish. Or like, MAGA? Hashtag MAGA. It's just going to like tweet a nude photo or like get rude yeah. and weird. Right, right. Now, a lot of these ins- – now, I'm sure maybe you've experienced this too. And the same applies for Instagram, right? There's many Instagram bots. Oh, you could buy a bot for anything. You could buy a bot for anything. <laughs> There's a bot for that. Yeah, we bought that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was body. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, sometimes I'm followed by like clearly fake Instagram. I'm sure that you get this too. Like, oh, yeah. Clearly, clearly fake Instagram accounts. Gone in a day. They're My favorite ones are the ones that are like sexy girl, like sexy model girls. Right. And you go to their profile page and it's just like nine Instagram photos that make like a big mosaic of one photo of them in a bikini. And <laughs> right. it's just like, okay. Good for you. I don't, yeah, good for you. So maybe I buy bots. Maybe we can buy bots. If you, if 8,000 of you want to follow at Billy Scafuri, it's a, there's a lot more integrity to that. Exactly. But, uh, by December 1, I need 10K. Or, or absolutely nothing happens. Or nothing happens. Or nothing happens, and we can't allow that to go down. So help me cheat, guys. <laughs> tell a friend. Yeah. Again, like the, integri- the integritous way to do this is like, hey, no joke listeners, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to follow Billy Scafuri. Might not have time for that. We're not talking about no. that right now. No. We're talking about shortcuts. We're I need the deep about- state to help me out right now. <laughs> Deep state. <laughs> I need the deep state to get Billy I to need 10K. My friends in the deep state to get me to 10K. God, that's really funny. Adam, you have two minutes. What do you want? Man, what do I want? What do I want that I could really use like some some nefarious help in acquiring? That's Maybe a- some like a, a sponsorship where you start getting free clothing sent to you? Okay, that's a really good call. I really struggle with clothes. I, I saw re- you in a nice shirt and I was like, wow, you look like you look very nice that's, in this nice shirt. That's true, Billy, and that really meant a lot to me. So yeah, I think that's I think that's a good track. J. Crew? I would like I would like kind of a life I would like a lifetime supply. Go I'm on. gonna shoot for the moon here. Say it out loud. Spring for the fences. Say it out loud. <laughs> I want a lifetime supply of free J. Crew clothing forever. Okay. That's what I want. This is irrational. I don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I haven't earned it. Mm-hmm. I want to cheat to get it. This is how we do it. Okay. We find <laughs> someone um, very high up in the J. Crew okay. uh, corporate ladder. Okay. We don't want models. We don't want celebrities. We want just a regular person very high up. Okay. Um, we, hire, we hire a private eye. Okay. Get a little dirt on them. <laughs> okay. And we blackmail. Blackmail. We just say, listen, my name is Alan. Compromise. We're not going to call you by your real name. Okay. Alan wants khakis for life, yep. and no one will see the photos. Khakis for life, and no one sees the photos. I, if I'm him, I'm like, yeah, khakis get, for get life. This take them, take them, take them. These things we have closets full. Great. So all that really requires is identifying a higher up at J Crew and yep. the corporate ladder. Yeah. Identifying a private eye who yep. would do the dirty work for us. Mm-hmm. Having them take compromising photos or dig up dirt on this J Crew employee. Yes. And then use that information as leverage to get khakis for life. Correct. <laughs> Easy yeah, man. Easy, Easy, Billy. Okay. God, we are natural-born cheaters. Okay. I love it. And that's the cheaters episode. All right. Good cheating. Good cheating, though. Good cheating Really you, good Adam. cheating, man. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>